Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Crisp and Sparkling Mornings. Tonight, we'll read the short story, Aunt Susanna's Thanksgiving Dinner, written by Lucy Maud Montgomery in 1907. This is a heartwarming tale from the author of Anne of Green Gables. If you enjoy this author, you can find a snoozecast excerpt from Anne that aired in April 2019 and our Emily of New Moon episode that aired this July, 2021. Maud was a prolific writer with over 500 short stories and poems to her name, along with some 20 novels. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Here's Aunt Susanna, girls said Laura, who was sitting by the north window. Nothing but north light does for Laura, who is the artist of our talented family. Each of us has a little pet new-fledged talent, which we are faithfully cultivating in the hope that it will amount to something and soar highly someday. 
but it is difficult to cultivate four talents on our tiny income. If Laura wasn't such a good manager, we never could do it. Laura's words were a signal for Kate to hang up her violin and for me to push my pen and portfolio out of sight. Laura had hidden her brushes and watercolors as she spoke. Only Margaret continued to bend serenely over her Latin grammar. Aunt Susanna frowns on musical and literary and artistic ambitions, but she accords a faint approval to Margaret's desire for an education. A college course with a tangible diploma at the end and a sensible pedagogic aspiration is something Aunt Susanna can understand when she tries hard. But she cannot understand messing with paints, fiddling, or scribbling, and she has only unmeasured contempt for messers, fiddlers, and scribblers. Time was when we had paid no attention to Aunt Susanna's views on these points, but ever since she had, on one incautious day when she was in high good humor, dropped a pale, anemic little hint that she might send Margaret to college if she were a good girl, we had been bending all our energies towards securing Aunt Susanna's approval. It was not enough that Aunt Susanna should approve of Margaret. She must approve of the whole four of us or she would not help Margaret. That is Aunt Susanna's way. Of late, we had been growing a little discouraged. Aunt Susanna had recently read a magazine article which stated that the higher education of women was ruining our country and that a woman with a B.A. couldn't, in the very nature of things, ever be a housewifely, cookly creature. Consequently, Margaret's chances looked a little foggy, but we hadn't quite given up hope. A very little thing might sway Aunt Susanna one way or the other, so that we walked very softly and tried to mingle serpent's wisdom and dove's harmlessness in practical portions. When Aunt Susanna came in, Laura was crocheting, Kate was sewing, and I was poring over a recipe book. That was not deception at all, since we did all these things frequently, much more frequently, in fact, than we painted or fiddled, or wrote. But Aunt Susanna would never believe it. Nor did she believe it now. She threw back her lovely new sealskin cape, looked around the sitting room, and then smiled. A truly Aunt Susannian smile. What a pity you forgot to wipe that smudge of paint off your nose, Laura.